and welcome, welcome back welcome to back. the Scholars and Dollars podcast with H and M. This is Miss H, and um, just glad to be here after a long, <laughs> tumultuous week. Yes, at my school, with everything going on. We've got some deadlines I have passed, and Miss M went on a very, 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 very cool trip that I can't wait for her to tell you all about. <laughs> um, I know some of you have been following it on social media. I have, and uh, you know, we just want to make sure that. Kind of yeah. keep you on the up and up. But what's going on? How you doing, Miss M? You survived it. Yes, Miss M is here. God was very open and honest, <laughs> even about the sleeping. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's been an interesting week. But, you know, last week was, there was a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, there we, was a lot. Um, college application day, and then we did um, weekday SAT. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, last Wednesday, and um, it was homecoming week. Yeah, how, yes. Oh, for you as well? Yeah, it was homecoming. Yeah. Uh, we got pushed back because of the hurricane. Okay, okay. So, okay. yeah, last yeah. week was homecoming, and then, uh, yeah, we went on a three-day uh, college tour in North Carolina with our trio, our Upward Bound Math Science uh, students. So, again, because I'm a district employee, they had to have a district uh, gotcha. staff person. Yeah. So, I was drafted. Yes. Yes, to go. And I and I loved it, but I mean I, I say I was drafted, but uh yeah, so you know, a great trip. I think I've been posting a lot, uh not really to brag, but to inform yeah, you know, parents and students about and I love the way they had it set up. Um, two HBCUs. Okay. And uh two PWIs and we started off Thursday, first of all, leaving at six AM. That was the first thing. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, leaving at 6 a.m. And uh, we arrived to uh, North Carolina um, Central. So, again, no stopping at the hotel. You're just going straight there. So Yeah, got to get there. Yeah, I got to get there. Um, So, again, I I mean, you know, just to talk about the different things as I reflect back on each one of the schools we uh, visited, I think there was something unique yeah. about each one of them. And that's why I love, you know, parents, if you get the opportunity to take your child on several um, college visits, I would definitely encourage several, unless you just know that you're going to one particular school, if that makes sense. Yeah. But to give them something to compare. Uh, to I would definitely do that. So anyway, we started off at Central uh, HBCU. Learned a lot. Yeah, they have a law school. They do. I did not know that. Oh, and again, I don't claim to know about every you know school. And yeah. uh, but we met um, a couple of the um, students in the program, and then uh, some current lawyers that mentor um, the program as well. And so you know they talked about one girl started. Literally at Winston Salem, I think mm-hmm. she said, "Miss M, you know, I took two lefts and a right, and I was at my school, literally down the street from my home, but they offered me a full ride." Then she went to uh, get her master's upstate at a PWI. Still didn't have to pay, right? And then she discovered that um, Central had a law um, program, and so that's why she decided to come back. So I. I thought it was great to share that story with uh, that she shared that story because she was a trio student right okay. in high school and so I I love that they always um try to pair those students with you know students that came from similar backgrounds yeah um to them as well so 
Big campus. I did not know that as yeah. well. Have you ever been? That's where I went to get. My, that's where I got my master's from. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so oh, I, I, okay, I, well, I frequent the area, but I wanted to tell. You wanted you to tell. Okay, them, so, so I would be like, ah, da. I, yeah. I, I was shocked. Okay, okay. So here are some of the things that are a hard no for me. Okay, it's very hilly. It is. Everywhere you go to a class or somewhere, you have to go up, step down, step up. And then they talked about the Jesus steps. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm not going there. But we were going to the game that evening. So, of course, we had to go down. But uh, that's a no for me. Yeah. It's just a no. <laughs> um, well, you see, I went to Tennessee. And so oh, we then. are known for our hills on oh, campus. No. Like Rocky, yeah. Rocky Top yeah. is, you know, the one of our spirit songs. And so... It's because of mm-hmm. the infamous hill yeah. and the mountains, and we you know in the valley you go up and down a lot. So um, when I got over to went to Tennessee, which is a PWI, of course, mm-hmm. and then I went to North Carolina Central, which is a HBCU for mm-hmm. my master's in school counseling, and I discovered that when I was working at Duke, um, and Duke didn't have a school counseling program, mm-hmm. so I was in the Durham area, and mm-hmm. you know I know that Miss M can tell you a little bit more about. The Raleigh Durham area. Mm-hmm. I just love that area. Yes, and I did. So love that the area. makes it a go for me. Yeah, just because yeah, um, it's a very educated area. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell mm-hmm. you're in the midst mm-hmm. of just an educated area mm-hmm. of people. So you got Raleigh mm-hmm. and Durham, Durham and Chapel Hill right yep. there in the triangle. So, um, it's an area that people don't really, you know, you're not necessarily thinking about. Like right. you're, there's so many schools just in that that right. compact that area. So we, I know we got listeners from all over the country, but I would say that the schools that she's going to tell you a little more about and just that area, um, I mean, they're like within, Duke might be 10 minutes from yes. North Carolina Central mm-hmm. and 15 minutes from UNC Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. It depends on, you know, traffic, but um, it's just a, it's just a great area. And so that it law is. program, most of my professors when I was there were from NC State, which oh. is about 20 minutes away from Durham, right. from Raleigh, Durham. Right. well, from Central, about 20 minutes up, you're going to go to Raleigh, and you go, you're go. you at NC State. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and so you just can't beat that if you're looking for right. just opportunities just jammed in, like, one area. Yes. So. Uh, so that was one of the things that was a no for mm-hmm. me, but great programs. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you have to figure out what you're checking off. You know, you're looking at academics. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the students said one of the, the checks on her list, they have a football team. Yeah. Uh, you know, some kids were like, oh, well, that doesn't matter to me. But to some students, mm-hmm. it does matter. And so um, they have the chance to experience that and then go around to the different classrooms, um, see the dorms. They had a few new buildings up. I think they just, some of their dorms are fairly new um, within the last five or ten years. But, um yeah, so that that was a difference, but it was an eye opener for me because I honestly, I'm just being honest, always envisioned that school to be, I don't know, like the size of Morris or mm-hmm. I don't know what else to compare it to, but is is very large. Yeah, it was, I would say in terms of we're in South Carolina, as you know, so we don't have an HBCU that size no. in um, yeah. the state, so we we're looking more like. It's larger, like upstate or it's oh just, yeah, yeah, no, you know, it's like, large. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's yeah. it's a good size. So mm-hmm. um, I think there are about nine to ten thousand students right. that attend. Yeah, um, that particular school. So again, I mean, uh, that was the first one. 
Um, great experience uh, for the students. The football game, uh, ESPN, yeah, was there that evening, and so that was a great experience oh, um, for um, the students. So we had a variety of students that were band students, that were ROTC students. Oh, so yeah. they were able to see and experience a variety of things. Okay, so then I I think they were so tired from the game. I think we ended up going to bed that night. Thank God, because <laughs> I was still trying to. Just recover from that Recover from, yes. <laughs> but uh, so we were up uh, Friday morning and then we were going to visit. So I was still recovering from the the steps and up oh, yeah. and down. And, you know, so the next day we were going to visit two campuses, um, Chapel Hill and NC State. Started off at NC State. Little hilly, not as bad. Yeah. Um, but huge. And and I knew that um, there were over 34,000 yep. undergrad um, at that particular school. And so they paired them up, um, again, with some uh, few TRIO students. Um, and they talked about their experience, and they call it, I think it's like the melting pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people, there are students from literally everywhere around oh, the yeah. world. Um, at that school, and a lot of schools have that. But, um, you know, it just depends on what you're coming for. And um, they have... Some of everything. So you have larger um, options with academics and yeah. creative things. Um, the social media, the mm-hmm. so yeah. The, um, you know, if you want to do more of the, there was a student that was going into law, mm-hmm. but to specialize in with practicing with social media. So oh, it's like, okay. oh yeah, because they probably suing people. Yeah, and now yeah. So you know, you got some things that are happening. Yeah, and so that was different. Um, and the the kids really paid attention to that because they're always, you know, they talk to them about the do's and don'ts of social media and what people can get sued for. Right. And I thought that was interesting. So I was like, so the kids were like, what? They'll sue you for that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, for, you know. Um, so anyway, they have classes for that. Um, one lady said, if you come in not really knowing what you want to do, um, your first semester can, they allow you to explore mm-hmm. like different classes. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know what they want to do and just right. jump on something. Yeah. And I think, but what you'll notice, and for listeners like that, most of the time, your first semester, mm-hmm. first year, you have a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were seeing students pick majors mm-hm. that are going to cause you to, like, you have to jump right in, like engineering and nursing. Yes. You're taking And they're known for their engineering program. They, yes. Yeah. They have a, we didn't even get to see that side of the campus. So apparently they're, pockets you know yeah they have a big agriculture yes. um deal mm-hmm. they have the paper mm-hmm. engineering paper science materials yes. engineering so similar to those of us you there in state similar to what clemson would have mm-hmm. um i remember when we were at when i was at duke they <laughs> during football games they would chant and we play nc state and they mm-hmm. would say culture agriculture <laughs> you oh. know, pointing to the kids yeah. from NC State. And that's when I remember I started looking into their programs mm-hmm. just because of them doing that little silly chant because yeah. the crazies, you know, they do all kinds of right. stuff. Right. But I started looking into their programs and they really do have an extensive program and lots of money mm-hmm. for students who are going into those specific areas. Because yes. I think in terms of like materials, some type of material science and paper stuff they have going on, mm-hmm. um, they have a lot of money and one of the few programs on this side of the, right. of the country that's doing that still and so again you know when you're comparing your hbcus to your pwis one of the one of the really great questions that the students 
um, talked about was the 1890 scholarship. Mm-hmm. And of course, I've, we've been talking to our students because a few of them are interested in um, some of those uh, programs that fall under 1890. But again, parents, if you're familiar with the 1890, you have to attend an HBCU. Yeah. Uh, so you can't take that to NC State. They were talking about the ag program. So the student was like, oh, can I use my 1890? Well, what's that? Well, they don't know about that. That's right. Right. So, uh, but I, I'm I'm glad that allowed them to compare, okay, if I can potentially get a full ride to this particular HBCU versus having to pay mm-hmm. at NC State, that may be another reason to check right. off, right. you know, a box. Yeah. So... I love that about um, that school. And, uh, so then we went to Chapel Hill, again, another large school. Yes. But uh, one of my favorite students, Maya Logan, shout out to Ma- Maya, um, attended that school, graduated. So here was my issue with Chapel Hill and no shade against the assistant director, um, but she was aware that trio was coming. And so our trio program, we, we have multiple um races um, in our program but this particular group there was a, a checkoff sheet um, she asked were they first gen mm-hmm. you know students so she did a panel um, of students that didn't look like our students that we right. brought neuroscience you know major you know those things um, not first gen mm-hmm. and so you could tell the kids were kind of like you know, birds well, it was flying. kind of a tone deaf type presentation. Right. They weren't, well, and I say that because yeah. you're not really being considered of right. the audience. So we te- we we have about six students that are there that graduated from across mm-hmm. a Timberland. Um, you know, so we brought them in, and it made a difference. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I always say I love that online. If you can see her, you can be her. Right. Uh, and so you know, we had a student that took a gap year mm-hmm. last year. Um, went to Ecuador, now speaks four different languages, and came from a little, you know, mm-hmm. school. I think she was, I think there were like 60 students in her graduating class. And so she's thriving and doing well, Yeah, you know, in that program. And so the, the assistant director was like, oh, my goodness, I need to learn more about, you know, these students. And that just hit me. It's 34,000 people here. Yeah. How is she going to know, you know, those particular students or Amaya Logan, you know, who was an ambassador for the Obama Mm -hmm. Foundation and came in with, you know, five hundred thousand dollars in, you know, scholarships. And she was like, oh, she looks familiar, but I don't know her. You know, and I said, how do you select your ambassadors? Well, it's by nomination, you know, sometimes. So how would they with thirty four thousand? Well, actually, you would if you. If you do the if you do the research and find us, you see. Oh yeah, you have to actively. I think one of the things in higher ed, and this is something that you can think about when you're looking at the school mm-hmm. that you want to go to. Um, you know, are you making the effort? Mm-hmm. Are those schools making the effort? Mm-hmm. So since I, I came from higher that ed, side, right? I don't really, I I don't, I think she can make the effort because mm-hmm. it can be done, mm-hmm. and I, and I know that because I've done it, and I know I've worked with people who. Mm-hmm. can do it and it, you have to think about you know and this is no shade to chapel hill even though right oh i loved it yeah yeah um but you know there's effort that has to go into these mm-hmm. things it just really does and so you know think about when you go on your visits think about the programming right that your school is going to have for you um and the things that are going to surround you mm-hmm. with like you know is this the kind of place you want to spend four or five years mm-hmm. not 
speaking of Chapel Hill just in general, but I've no. seen this in all the different schools. Like, for example, College of Charleston had that overnight program a couple of weeks ago specifically for students of color right? to kind of get them acclimated to the community and take them around mm-hmm. and, and things. Well, some people say, well, you shouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But then why wouldn't you? Um, right. When I went to um, Tennessee, there was an orientation session. Um, I had about five or se- six, five to 700 kids in my orientation session mm-hmm. and seven black kids were in mine. Um, but then there was an overnight trip, the orientation session. I could have signed up mm-hmm. previously. Right. That was us, one for students of color that had come over from Memphis. So they bust mm-hmm. all of them because Memphis is about six hours from Knoxville. Right. They bust off. And I'm seeing these black kids and other kids that look like me getting off the bus. Mm-hmm. And that actually mattered to me because I was right. in that orientation session. I was like, um, I don't know if I made the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to connect with people who really don't have as much in common with not just white students, but just the black students right. who are coming from all different yeah. places. And so, um, so let me ask you. So, this was one of, and, and now, you know, I'm speaking from the parent side yeah, yeah. versus the counselor side. So, you know, Jordan is interested in one of the schools, you know, here, about 30,000 people on the campus. But she's in everything mm-hmm. here. And, you know, I, it was always my, it is my fear that because it's such a large group, she's in the student government, you're going into a school, 30,000, 40,000, multiple people are going to be yeah. interested in those things. How did you cope with, because you were heavily involved Mm -hmm. in high school, did you dive into? Well, I will say it took a minute for me Mm -hmm. to kind of get ready. So I kind of surveyed the scene (laughs) um, my first semester. But I was, I found a group of friends like the first day because I, you know, I talked to strangers, Mm -hmm. which I don't think, you know, I could have done without the person. Now I had other students who left. But with my personality, I was just kind of like observing, Mm -hmm. still very shy, still didn't go into that big biology class Mm -hmm. because that academic setting bothered me for 500 students in a biology class. But could I walk into a meeting about something I was interested in and really feel like I can contribute? Mm -hmm. I did that sometimes. Um, But I will say in a PWI campus, um, sometimes I still reflect on should I have gone to one of the smaller schools. Like I think Mm -hmm. I looked at Spelman and I looked at, um, some of the other smaller schools and would right. I have thrived earlier mm-hmm. perhaps just because I would have, you know, there would have been, it'd been easier for me to find out where these things were. Right. Um, it took me until I think the spring semester I joined on um, the black cultural Pro- mm-hmm. programming committee, which was, was one of the most popular um, organizational campus for students who weren't Greek basically. Mm-hmm. And that was where we brought in all the programming to campus. And then I opened the door to campus, the campus programming committee. Okay. I only share that because it was known at the time that the campus programming committee, that's for everybody mm-hmm. on campus. Right. Okay. So 30 plus thousand students. Um, it was known that the campus programming committee only had one black student on it. Okay. And there okay. was a girl, she and I went up for it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, issue, they ask us questions in mm-hmm. that interview. So we were both on the Black Culture Programming Committee, and I, I love her to death, mm-hmm. but a question came up about, I think, students participating from some of the other organizations in, the step, in our step show that we always had every year, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that was, what I, that was my initial thing. And right. So I didn't end up making the co- co- Campus Programming Committee. I didn't get in, in but she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when you're on different campuses, you don't have those type of experiences. Right. Now I handled it. Okay. Because yeah. my parents kind of like taught me, you know, I didn't get like, I didn't feel like, Oh, that's the end of the world. kind. Right. Thing. And so 
But some people, yeah, some now, students Initially, do. that yeah. was my first, like, okay. that's the first thing I had done that right. I did not get in. Yeah. You know, all through high school, I was in student government, mm-hmm. I was in all those different things. Right. And so that was the first thing that, you know, I was thinking, well, of course, we, me, you know, she and I are very good. Mm-hmm. So they could take both, but it was very clear and known mm-hmm. that um, that organization only had like 12 people and they basically only had one space for a black person. Gotcha. And so right. <laughs> I was like, oh, is that real life? Right. And then when I went through that, I was like, oh, that it was, they were, right. they were dead serious. We're not, you know, that was at right. that time. Now, it's, hopefully it's gotten better. Yeah. But that's just something to consider. I always tell people, and we like to keep it real on Scars and Dollars. We do. We do. But that was just something that I did experience. Um, and not even just, there. I, I'm not even saying because it's, it's the PW, it's a, Big, huge, yes, but right. And I have a student that's at um, another large agency right now, and she comes home every weekend, right? And I'm just trying to see if she's gonna make it to December. Yeah, it's 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 you know for our listeners, it's not about being at a PWI. It's large, huge. Yeah, I mean they were everywhere. Where you know a smaller school or a private school or a school with five, six, seven thousand people, you know maybe you know they would have a better chance. I just I wouldn't want her to not say you're going to win everything, but there are multiple, you know, clubs and organizations there. But, you know, some students shut down. Yeah. And so you have to know, like I Mm -hmm. said, you have to um, like one of my cheerleaders that's, you know, at one of the universities I was speaking Mm -hmm. out, it's just a large university. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, oh, did you go to Oh, They had an all white party. Well, did you go? Well, Mm -hmm. you know, I went for a little bit and I Mm -hmm. came back to my room. Okay, well, did you go to the CAF? They were doing sign-ups for the activities fair. Right. And then, you know, on the same, on the other hand, I got another student who's at a school that's about 12,000. Mm-hmm. Um, she was all at the uh, activities fair, signing up, sign her name on every everything. And, right. and you know, throw out, for sign up for 10, three stick, and she's having a good time. And mm-hmm. every weekend, I'm just, you know, I enjoy seeing the updates from yeah. the students. So, yeah. um, bigger schools, they're going to have, you know, some of that, like, you know, mm-hmm. you go to big games, you go to, you know, are you going to go to a football game? Well, I don't have anybody to go with. Or um, I was going to go with these people, but they go home every weekend. Mm-hmm. The people you connect with. And then it's like right. you don't want that to be. Right. You kind of got to be okay with yeah. doing some of those things by yourself. But the larger school, I will say for me, if you're outgoing, mm-hmm. it just helps. If you can go into a place by yourself, it, you know, if you already don't want to go in the cafeteria by yourself, and mm-hmm. as a high school student, right? And Miss Emma can attest to this for, yes. um, as school counselors, I have, you know, we have students who won't go in the cafeteria at school, nope. but come and sign up, tell us they're going to apply to a school that's got thirty, forty thousand people. Correct. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm not saying you can't, right? I'm just, we just want you to find the best, mm-hmm. <laughs> the best fit for you. So, right. um, you know, it's large, but I mm-hmm. think. I think students have exhibited lots of different interests because mm-hmm. like student government may be hard to break into as an underclassman. Right. You know, as, or as a freshman, freshman right? Cause you, as a freshman. you may not know where signups are yeah. at a school that's super huge. If you got to walk two miles to where from your dorm. Exactly. To, <laughs> exactly. Well, it's, that's, you know, if you got to, or if you got to catch um, the shuttle, mm-hmm. like for me, um, UT's large, um, you, got, you know, we had to catch this thing called a T mm-hmm. to get to the student center because it was kind of far from where we were sometimes. And so if or if that means at night and, you know, it's at 730 and it's night and you are dark and you're not sure you want to walk up there and you don't have anybody from your floor or dorm that's walking there, you may not go. And I wasn't even thinking about that. Now you just had it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to add to the anxiety you already have about it. But right. that's just a part of, you know, the yes. college experience and mm-hmm. 
Um, so I recommend visiting. That's the whole purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, you got to visit because yeah. you don't know um, until you, I, I recommend visiting in the morning. Like once you've settled down on like two or three schools and you said, okay, these mm-hmm. are my two. I want you, you need to go in the, like uh, overnight visit. You need to be there in the morning and then you can be there in the evenings to see like, mm-hmm. you know, um, we have blue lights around campus for emergency yes. purposes. That was something that, you know, was became more prevalent, mm-hmm. you know, and you start looking for it as right. you, when you're a student. And I know parents start looking for it. It's like, well, how, if something happened, how, how far is the police away from you? Or exactly. can you sprint to whatever safe space? And, you know, all those things you can't really tell about until, right. until and, you're there at night. Until you're at, yeah. I, I mean, I absolutely agree. You go there for a football game. It's yeah. a completely different thing. And it so, is. You know. And lunchtime too. Yeah. Lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. Where's that? Yeah, that's important. That's important because mm-hmm. you know I think that was the turnoff for my oldest. We you know I always talk about that. We went during lunch and she turned around. It was like four hundred people at a light with her. Oh yeah. She said, <laughs> oh no, can't can't do this. Um, so I, I you know I say that to say parents, it is important, but more importantly I think for the third um, for UNC Chapel Hill, what opened my eyes with the students um, is allowing them to talk to people students. Admissions is great. Yeah. You know, they have their little sheet that they're going to check off yeah. and talk. But if you, you know, students or parents, if you know of someone or, or students, if you can meet up or link up with someone who's currently at the school, who can show you, you know, the nooks and crannies or, you know, this is the writing lab, but this is the person right here. Oh, absolutely. You know, Jaren is the person. Who will help you with your paper? Absolutely. Yes, there's a writing lab, but there's this particular person. That, yep, that makes is, a difference. And, and this is where we go, you know, on Sundays to, mm-hmm. to review, like mm-hmm. to study. Or this is where we meet up on Wednesdays right. for lunch. Yes. You know, so those little things are important. That makes a difference. Yeah, especially yeah. somebody who um, is from your hometown mm-hmm. uh, or have similar experiences. Right. Um, you know, if you can see that they can do it. A lot of mm-hmm. times people are like, oh, well, if he can do that, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can do that. You yeah, know, and exactly. that's where that seeing and believing is coming from. Yes. But, um, we'll pause a minute mm-hmm. to hear from one of our sponsors. I want to hear a little bit more about that next trip. Okay. You went on four. Yes, right. we did. Back in a few. All right. You. Yes, you. Did you know you have the unique ability to positively impact a child for life? It's true. Becoming a licensed foster parent means your ability to make a life-changing difference in the life of a child is a certainty. Hi, we are Family Preservation Community Services, a private nonprofit foster care agency that works in both North and South Carolina to help children have loving and nurturing home environments. Do you have an extra bedroom? Do you have the patience to help mold and shape a child who may be a little shy and reserved due to past neglect, abuse, or other traumas? If you answered yes to any or all of the above questions and feel you are that somebody who has room in their hearts to foster a child, then please give us a call right away at 888-782-3424, extension 11 or 12, or visit the website. That's fpcscorp.com. We know becoming a foster parent is a deeply personal decision. So we greatly appreciate your consideration and we can't wait to hear from you. And we are back. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, again, you know, just coming back, talking about, you know, that experience again. That was probably one of the better schools. It wasn't as hilly. 
Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think about Chapel. The you know the buildings, um, the the classrooms were great. I think it really was an eye opener for them to see the auditorium. Yeah. Where there are large classes. Yes. I'm telling you, man, yeah. I refuse to go to biology. That class had 500 people. Yeah. I, I honestly <laughs> think for, you're familiar with Cross? Mm-hmm. It's like 30 kids in the class. So I I think it shocked or, scared, you know, yeah. really intimidated some of our students. Um, That was different for yeah. me. But there were other kids that were there that, like, hey, I did it. Yeah. You know, it took me a minute, um, but I had to warm it up some. Yeah. 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 And I, I think I saw a light go out. But then again, you know, we we went to A&T. OK. The next day. Um, but I did want to talk about um, Drive Shack, though, because we took them. Yeah. Again, to some downtown downtime. Um, and that was a different experience okay. for them um, to be on the rooftop golfing. Oh, yeah. Um, catered, you know, you talk yeah, about first gen kids. Yeah, I loved they had it. Had a good time. They had an awesome time. Yeah. Um, and again, that allowed us to have conversations mm-hmm. with the students, their fears uh, about college. Um, some of them came from, you know, some backgrounds where their classes weren't as strong. Right. But they have the desire. You know, they want to do mechanical engineering and you know mm-hmm. some of those other programs. Uh, but they're fearful. Yeah. Of not being prepared. And uh, just, you know, it, it allowed them to let their guard down and, and talk. So we made that decision. Again, if you saw us, saw me on um, Facebook, uh, you know, talking to some of them may have started one application. So let's just talk about that. <laughs> you know, and these are our honor, my honor They're kids. Good kids, yeah. No, these math science kids are your upper level kids. Yeah. Why have you only done? Like, we, we've been meeting on Saturday since <laughs> August. And they were like, we just, well, we need you here. Well, I can't, you know, and same thing with parents. We can't be here all the time. Again, first gen, I know parents aren't home. They're not understanding, you know, as well with some of the process. So, you know, I talked to them about talking to their counselors, um, some other options. So we said, well, how many people brought their laptops or Chromebooks? So most of them did. So we did a lock-in. That oh, night. Oh, nice. 10 o'clock at night. Impromptu. Yes, we did. Uh, ordered on it. Yeah, we ordered pizza. We had snacks and candy and all that good stuff. And um, most of them walked away with um, doing a few. But you had my students from Woodland. I felt bad because, again, my students looking like we already did like 30 applications. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm there yeah, with them. And I'm, you know, just like don't, you know, during lunch, let's do this, let's do that. And so I think that really motivated um, some of the kids. And again, we talked about early action, right? you know, last week. So the kids were really trying to bust their butt to do the application. Oh, yeah. Like your USC, your Clemson. But again, some of those applications, parents who are listening, no matter if you're in South Carolina, where there's some some that are really easy. Yep. I talked about that. Applications, you know, a couple of pages, and there are, there are some that are really detailed. Yes. And if you think on a Thursday or a Friday, Friday afternoon, if you don't have everything in place, if you haven't communicated with your counselor, right. if you don't have parchment, uh, you may not make it mm-hmm. by October 15th. You know, some of them require an essay. Who's reviewing your essay on a Saturday? Right. You know. I'm be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Ms. M, I was not. Right. A student came and asked me on Friday. Yeah. 
Now, you know, I do the homecoming court. Mm-hmm. I was I do the pep rally, make sure everything is good to go. Mm-hmm. He came in about 11 o'clock on Friday morning. I can beat that one, but go ahead and tell your story. <laughs> and he says, hey, <laughs> you got time to... Um, <laughs> You, no, he said, "Do you want me to add you as a um, mm-hmm. as a counselor on my common app?" Uh, no. And so <laughs> he was well, one. He was my student. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, not really." He was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "If it's for tomorrow, which was mm-hmm. the fifteenth, correct? I will not have. I will not be able to help you." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Well, my counselor's not here." Well, I'm gonna be. I said. Now, that's not like a personal problem, right. <laughs> but you need to ask. And here's why I say that. And I'm sharing that. It's not yeah, that I'm a bad no. counselor. Yep. You know, I feel like, you know, me and Miss M kind of represent some of the best counselors that you're going to hear from. And the job that I could have done for him, if there was any mm-hmm. chance, was yep. to be to click through that comment app and not give him a reference, you know, because you don't have to. See, right. a, lot of, a lot of these schools, Correct. people don't understand. Counselors, yep. you, we don't have to give you a reference. Nope. You know, we have to upload your transcript. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is correct. That's, and so some of us um, and some of your students, you know, you're assuming that the counselor is, is writing these things. It does not necessarily ask that. Mm-hmm. It asks you recommend the student. You could say enthusiastically or mm-hmm. yes. And it says, do you want to provide any words, mm-hmm. you know, that's not a student I was familiar with. Mm-hmm. That was going to be something generic. He'd be better served getting with his counselor right. and doing it. Right. But a lot of students aren't ready to necessarily receive that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more to it than that. I'd mm-hmm. rather that particular student, if he couldn't get anyone to write him a decent letter, Do wait. Do decision. Yeah. Wait until November 1st deadline. Yep. And then we just get something out. And that's kind of what I talked to him about instead of rushing. Yes. And, um, I know, but I know that there's a lot of rush applications that got in this weekend. I absolutely <laughs> believe that. Uh, and again, I can beat that one. So mm-hmm. we're on the bus coming back about 1030 at night. And one of the students, I mean, it's dark because we turned the lights off. And he came up and put the phone in my face. He came <laughs> around, put his arm around. Can you read this? Well, one, I, and if you know me, I can't, I don't do applications on the phone. Right. Uh, but he wanted me to read his essay on the phone. And I said, well, you know, when he said, what's well, the 15th? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, I'm trying to get this last little bit of sleep in uh, <laughs> before I have to drive an hour to go home. But um, it was on the phone. And I, like I told I just didn't think I could give him the feedback right. that he needed. And I felt pressured. And it was 10.58. And I'm like, uh, no. Let's just do regular decision. You know, no, and that's okay. But you, it's okay. But when you've waited to the last minute, you Correct. need to do regular decision. Yes. There's something for that too. So um, I had quite a few students who were rushing mm-hmm. to get this in, get different stuff in. And that was just kind of, that's the advice I would give because mm-hmm. there's no incentive. We've gone to enough meetings with these mm-hmm. admissions people. Mm-hmm. There's not an incentive really to that decision time mm-hmm. other than you just find out a little bit earlier. Right. So before you rush an application or do a whole bunch of craziness, we'd rather you have it prepared mm-hmm. with all the parts in place, right? So, um, but I don't think it penalizes you. So those of you who did submit on Common App mm-hmm. in time and your counselor hasn't done it, it doesn't um, hurt you at all that the counselor hasn't done necessarily right, right. their part on Common App. Right. Um, so just keep that in mind too. So if you're emailing your counselor and it doesn't say that they've submitted your school report or something mm-hmm. and you finished it on Saturday, 
um, give them, I mean, I don't, it doesn't, the counselor's part does not affect your part. Correct. So make sure you, you know, you've done your part. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, if you've missed a deadline before you rush and try to Mm -hmm. do this, do something or before you give up, just move it to that regular decision deadline and just, um, you know, go from there. I think that would, that absolutely November 1st or November 15th or whatever it is, just make sure December one, in Mm -hmm. some cases, make sure that you, um, you know, you are writing in all cap. I have one, you know, the the whole thing came through lowercase, (laughs) the whole entire application address, um, name, oh, you know, city and state. Gosh. But you know what? I so I called her down. And I said, "Where'd you do it?" And she was like, well, "I was just trying to do it while I was waiting on my mama on on, on her phone on the phone. It's the phone. Just but we give you computers, right? Chromebooks, MacBooks. Yes. You have access. Mm-hmm. Open it up. Um, and that's just <laughs> no that's not PSA, I, but that's yeah, I agree. Yeah, we got to just take the time if this is something you want to do. Um, going forward. Mm-hmm. That's going to impact the rest of your life. I think it deserves mm-hmm. a little bit of time because when an admission, when you submit it, that's it. Yeah, and they don't know whether you've done it on your phone or not. I mean, they can Correct. guess. Yeah, but they don't know. Yeah. So um, that that you know that was a opener for me. So I said, "Oh my goodness, how many kids are waiting until the last minute?" But you know, one of the things I showed them during the lock in. Use your device. Uh, so they completed one application. So then they went to another one. Um, with the um, similar portal, whatever, right. um, like USC uses. So a lot of their stuff populated too. And oh, okay, well, I can do multiple applications. Yes, that's that's why that's I keep why, telling yeah. you, stop going from your phone. Stop going from the media. Use your Chromebook or use the same, if, if you can. Yeah, if you can. The same device, yeah. So that tell was, us, you went to. Yeah, so fourth, uh, so again, we uh, did the lock-in. Saturday morning, we uh, got up and went to North Carolina A&T. That was my first time okay. being on that particular campus uh, as well. Of course, I've, I've sent, you know, multiple kids there um, who've absolutely loved it and experienced, you know, a lot from those programs. But I was there. Uh, we, <laughs> okay, so Open House was at A&T that weekend, and if you – Again, if you're from all over the country, that shut down in one hour. So when it first opened up, because A&T was saying, we're not doing an open house, we're not doing one. Well, they finally did one. In one hour, it was sold oh, out. I, I believe it. Do you really? Yeah. I believe it because, yeah. I mean, that's where people are going right now. It's the hot spot. Yeah, one hour, it was sold. So I, I managed to get tickets. This was back in September um, because I thought I was going to take Jordan. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jordan decided she wanted to run for homecoming. So... <laughs> I I was going to um, cancel the tickets, but then I was going to register all of our kids from Trio, sold out. Right. So I was like, oh, I don't want to give up my three tickets. You know, someone may need them. But we scheduled, we did our own tour. We had maybe about 10 Trio students that mm-hmm. attended. So we set up our own tour, um, a self-guided tour with um, those students. But when we were standing uh, on the street that morning, we we were there early. Just lines and lines. Oh my goodness! There had to be two, three thousand people. They love it. Oh my gosh! Two or three thousand from <laughs> all over the country yeah. mm-hmm. that came to this open house. So we had, you know, um, kids with. Uh, we had our kids, and then we had the our tour guides. So the other people were looking like, we want this personal tour, and so they kind of were coming across the street. We're like, no, this, you know, a private tour, and they said, well, nobody's talking to us, like. 
you know, your students. But again, parents, when you are, if you know someone, I keep saying that if you know someone on the campus, reach out to them yeah, and, and get them to meet you. But again, it, it was no way they could really personalize their tours because there were so many um, parents there. Um, and then there was a game that day. But I love the program. Engineering program mm-hmm. was amazing. They're known for their engineering, uh, their engineering and agriculture. Amazing programs. Um, new dorms. There's two sides right. to A&T. There's the older right. uh, side of the dorm side, and then there the apartment styles, and then some of those um, dorms like Pride. Really huge rooms. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a plus for me. Um, you know, and I'm telling students, you know, your dorm life because you're going to spend a lot of time there. Again, you need to go take a visit uh, yeah. to see what your options are um, as well, because depending on when you pay your housing fee, yeah. now they talked about that, depending on will determine <laughs> if you're on the newer on the side or the, you know, the right. old. It, but they need all their, because they have so many students. Yes. They're using all of their space. Yes. Um, so North Carolina A&T has grown significantly. They have. And um, so where you were hearing, you know, mm-hmm. people coming from California and mm-hmm. New York and Texas and, you know, all yes. these different places. They were going to, you know, Spelman and Morehouse and mm-hmm. Howard and Hampton. They are going to North Carolina A&T mm-hmm. now in droves. They are. I mean, we were talking to, you know, different people in the bookstore. Like, where are you? You know, where are you from? California. There was a couple. There was a couple. Mm-hmm. And their two daughters from Hawaii. Oh my, like, I flew out. Yeah. Well, if you think that's if that's the only time they're going to get to visit mm-hmm. before they make a decision, mm-hmm. um, my student that's there, I think her roommate's from Boston, mm-hmm. um, and of course she's from South Carolina. Um, it's bigger there than are, people think. Yes, there are um, undergrad over eleven thousand. Right, I think they have about four or five graduate school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's huge. Uh, it yeah, it's huge. Um, when we were able to go to a football game, so again, the students were able to experience the social side, right? Which I loved uh, that as well. And great band, amazing. Um, they had the food truck, so the kids were able to, you know, like, okay, I can possibly see myself do, here. I yeah. can see myself here. So it did change, uh, you know, where some students wanted to go to HBCU, then they decided wanted to go to Chapel Hill. Some of the students who wanted to go to like a Clemson or a USC. Decide, okay, I can do this HBCU. Right. Um, it's big enough, you know, where I can get that real experience. Right. Um, they talked about their, I love they talked about their internships. Um, like some of those programs have 100% mm-hmm. job placement. That made a difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, for some of the students, uh, internships um, all around the world. Well, I yeah. think, I mean, what I like about location, right? So mm-hmm. you're talking um, Greensboro, North mm-hmm. Carolina. Greensboro mm-hmm. is about an hour-ish, hour mm-hmm. and a half from Durham, mm-hmm. which is where North Carolina Central is. Yes. Um, and in that space, you know, right above that, about an hour north of Greensboro, mm-hmm. you've got Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Greensboro, you've got... UNC Greensboro. You got mm-hmm. a lot of different colleges. a lot, lot of education. Yes. In those yes. places. And so that really does make mm-hmm. a difference. 
um, I think in just your your experience, mm-hmm. right? So here in South Carolina, we got Claflin and South Carolina State sharing mm-hmm. a gate. They're just right, right next door to each other. Right. Um, and you got, you know, Benedict and Allen right across the street from each other mm-hmm. in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Um, and they share that space with, you know, Columbia, USC and mm-hmm. Columbia College and all those universities. But it does make a difference of how you can build your social mm-hmm. space and your academic space when you can Absolutely. pull off multiple universities. And yep. so I just, if anything, I think you should think about your location and where you are and then mm-hmm. how you want to kind of play that. So, right. um, you know, for me, like you mentioned dorms, when I'm talking to students, you know, I didn't I didn't spend any time in my dorm, <laughs> like, because I was out. Like, I woke up in the morning. Okay. I got a job on campus, but I went to class, and then I would eat lunch, found some people to eat lunch with, and I would go to my next class, and then I would work my student um, job. Like, I had, a, like, a 20-hour-a-week job from, okay. like, 2 to 6. <laughs> 6 o'clock time for dinner then it's time for me to study and then i was working my way back to my dorm about nine or ten o'clock oh okay nine o'clock <laughs> and it was time for me to go to bed and just do it all over again because mm-hmm. um, i had found clubs to go to i went to church on campus and okay you know those kind of things but that was just and then i found my my friends they lived in a community style dorm which i was like oh i don't want to live in community style mm-hmm. bathrooms mm-hmm. but when you're all getting ready to go someplace like to the football game or whatever everybody can take a shower at the same time mm-hmm. all that fun stuff and if you're going out to hang out, party, or whatever you're going to do, everybody can get dressed at the same time. And so mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in their dorm. Gotcha. So the dorm is important because my roommate was in the there all the time. Important. My roommate mm-hmm. was in there. The, like, she was studying. She's a pharmacist now. Right, right. Big billboard. She did a different thing with her life. Yeah. That's because she was studying mm-hmm. in her dorm room where I was probably not. Right. But, I, um, but it's important, but you got to think about it in terms of, like, you're going to change and grow and make decisions based on what you want to do. And so I think it's good that you went to visit these schools Mm -hmm. because you, you really don't know, like um, in college, you know, we, we were on the road trying to go to another college. We went to UT Chattanooga. That was about Mm -hmm. an hour Mm -hmm. South. We just did a lot of different things. And so, you know, depending on where you are at school, like, you know, before I went home, on the weekends, we would go visit another campus. Right. And you know, we went to a different football game. Yeah. Um, and it's yes. just to so the kind of person you are, you know, it's going to be hard. Like, if you never go to football games in high school, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to all the football games, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to, it's probably not your right. personality. Right. So you have to find the kind of fit for you. Um, but I just love places where different things come together because those areas usually have like different speakers come in. Like, you know, Absolutely. you think about Greensboro, you're going to have all sorts of different, um, research and things mm-hmm. happen in those areas. Same with Durham and Chapel Hill and yes. Raleigh. You're going to have all sorts of different things going on in those areas. So that's a real good area to visit. To vi- uh, And you can do it in, you know, even if you did it in a weekend, mm-hmm. uh, It that was a great um, way to give them a variety right. um, of schools to um, visit and compare, even, with, even comparing it with a neighboring state. So, we're, of course, we're in, South Carolina, but to be able to compare it, right. you know, to our state. So, you know, if you're listening from, you know, uh, other states and your child is considering, you know, a bordering state yeah. or something, I think, you know. I definitely think about that and then look at the scholarships. Like, you know. Yeah. So that was another part. Yeah. Uh, so that, tell me about you know, the money I'm, that you can get I was from coming places. in asking. <laughs> Come on now. We need the, we yeah, need the money. Yeah, I was asking about the money. So uh, most, all four of them were test optional. Right. And uh, Central, they offer, so none of them, if you're coming from 
um, like we're we're lottery in South Carolina. Of course, you can't bring your lottery money right. uh, with you, but they have uh, Central has an incentive similar, mm-hmm. you know, to match that, um, and then they have um, academic um, scholarships. Now, their scholarships were based on ACT, SAT, even though they're G- test optional. So even though they're not. test optional. Right. Same thing with Chapel Hill and NC State. Like, we'll let you in. Yeah. And how you go pay for it, if you don't have scores, that's something else you have to figure out. Um, but they do have um, a lot of donors that right. they have a lot uh, of money. And the thing that I loved about A&T, they're even waiving their scores for sco- their scholarships. Yes, now. I did read that. Yeah. And I don't know if that's good or bad. You know, they've changed their, their rubric with that. But... Um, they they have multiple opportunities. So what they were talking about, I talked about the 1890. They have different departmental scholarships uh, that are available for students. So it's options to go there for free. Right. Um, if you do the work um, and start planning out, you know, planning ahead. You know, that's why I keep um, talking to the parents about that. Just plan ahead. Look at the tuition, out-of-state cost. Yeah. You got to factor all of that in. Um, travel. If you mm-hmm. don't live in that state. Oh, yeah. Uh, emergencies. Like, you have to factor all of that. Oh, A&T, their books are free. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that is. Yeah. And know. last year, summer school was free. That was nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I was taking notes about this. So, I, you know, you have to, you know, think about all of that, uh, you guys, when you are making those decisions or now, you know, as you're applying Fast for make sure yeah, you do your fast. You know, it's a lot. Time. Yeah, it's it's October. It's mid October. Yeah. Now and you know I keep talking about feeling the pressure. I feel the pressure. <laughs> you know, with it even. Um, yeah, I feel it. But I I loved. I'm just being honest. I loved it so much. We're going Friday. Okay. Back to Ant because I'm going to uh, take Jordan. Jordan told me her fear about going to an out of state school. That she's not going to know anyone. I said, that's the one thing that's stopping you. <laughs> yeah, well, she don't know anyone. She, but she will. So A&T uh, talked about they have a South Carolina group, South mm-hmm. Carolina Aggies. They meet once a week on campus. Huge group um, that they have. And, and um, actually one of the tour guides, her roommate graduated last year from Sumter High. Yeah. Where Jordan attends. <laughs> like so, I, said, I knew that. They're there. They're there. They're there. Um, yeah. And as much stuff as Jordan's involved in, right? Somebody that she knows is actually going to A and T this year. <laughs> so, yeah. But I will say that you know, as we wrap up the yeah. the tour, mm-hmm. this is a great time. Like you talked about comparing, mm-hmm. like so, not Compa- just um, academic match. We're moving right. now. We got it's fast. It's fast the time. So yep. we're moving into financial matches. Financial. Like we talked about a few weeks ago. Correct. Um. You know, go back and listen to that Ready, Set, Match um, mm-hmm. episode because good episode. you got to make sure that you think about that part. So mm-hmm. we're going to be, because now we're about to get these acceptance letters, right? They're coming so in. You, you are going to go ahead and, and see that, and your student is going to be super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, North Carolina a and started to send out mm-hmm. when my students around end of November. Mm-hmm. 
people start to get decisions and there was money attached to those decisions. Yes. You know, so yes. um, you want to make sure that, you know, so it's like $8,000 mm-hmm. and 5,000. So what does that look like compared to your in-state option or yeah. your other out-of-state options? Um, and don't just toss those. Uh, yeah, don't. So, you know, some people like Jordan has the, the little binder um, that she, because parents in that letter, they will say, well, you know, you make it 12,000 a year or. And it, and it can go up. And it can go up. And something else that's important, your username and password oh, yeah. to that portal is probably in that letter, parents. Yep. So if you're not reading everything on that acceptance letter and then you toss it, like, oh, okay, well, she got in, we'll follow up later. There's some important information. And and schools are not one. wasting as much paper as they used to. So nope. They're you emailing. might get that first letter. You may get a letter mm-hmm. or you may have to log into a portal. Correct. And that, or you may get a letter that tells you to log into a portal, mm-hmm. which gives you access to mm-hmm. your decision. Correct. Um, you know, all that paper, just get a folder, throw it all in there. Yep. Or, you know, if your student is super attached to the phone, like a lot of our students are, have them take a picture of it. Yep. Um, you know, a lot of times those things just, you know, if they got to take a picture of it, I say, go ahead, take a picture, yep. take a picture, That's do this, just to make sure that you have it in your phone because we know they're not losing mm-hmm. losing that phone. Yeah, so. just in case you decide to yeah. attend that school because right now, without FAFSA, they are offering packages. Right. But once they see your full mm-hmm. family financial situation, they may offer additional money. And, then, and a lot of that stuff you can yep. see in your student portal. And every um, – Every school, mm-hmm. and I'll say this and we'll get out of here. Mm-hmm. Every school um, will offer money early. And then based on the students who are actually committing and, mm-hmm. and going to other schools, so they may have offered large packages mm-hmm. on the front end. And then they, those students are going someplace else. Yeah. And that money just gets back thrown into that pot to mm-hmm. go out again. So, um, you know, just make sure you're checking your, e- your mail, checking your email. Uh, you know, go into your student's email. Please. Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> Please go in there. They're, but, not, they're and, not looking at some of the stuff. And other things, that as they're applying, they're getting invitations to the Honors College yeah, um, as well. And there's, there's deadlines to that. I think uh, A&T is November 15th. Yeah, and they click right through it. There you go. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so thank you so, so yes. much, Miss M, for sharing You're about welcome. your trip. Um, follow us on, um, you know, my Instagram page mm-hmm. is futureplans underscore. You can email us or contact us on Pay Scholarship Pay Academy. Pay Scholarship Academy. Um, we post scholarships daily. Did want to share before we leave because I know we normally add um, scholarships if you're yeah. between the ages of 14 to 18 and you do a lot of community service, prudential, emerging visionaries. Um, scholarship application is open. So, again, not just for seniors. 14 to 18. 14 to 18 um, yeah. is currently open. If you are a part of a program like AVID, um, the Ron Brown program, Upward Bound, okay. Math Science, Dell Scholars is offering their annual scholarship multiple winners twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, twenty thousand dollars. Too shabby. We'll add those in the yes. um in the description. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to Scholars and Dollars, and we'll talk to you soon. See you soon.